You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. I hope you're ready because it's time to do the business. What's the business? We're in the business of answering phone calls, you crazy, crazy person. Um, boy, oh boy, we got a... Today is the Nico and Tom show, I think. It's mostly Tom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We, we might not even have a show today if it wasn't for uh, Tom and to some degree Nico. So thank you all. Actually, there's another Tom call there. Thank you, guys. New callers, by the way, go to the top of the list. We don't have any today, but if you're interested in being a caller on the show, you don't need to do anything special. You don't need to be anyone special, although all my callers are special. So you become special as soon as you call 608-501-0718. Almost said all that in one breath. That would have been impressive, but I didn't. I probably could have, but I didn't feel like it. Anyways, what are we starting with? Are we starting with Tom? We are starting with Tom. Tom, what's going on, man? Kick it off. I'm just going to go ahead and say this, too, real quick. Okay. It's been, like, hours since I last call. Anyway, yeah. um, could you imagine what would have happened if Packers picked George Pickens instead? <laughs> they would be undefeated right now because that guy and his mentally sound mental abilities. Super mentally, not crazy. is yeah. just unmatched. Yeah, no, he's a very normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. Where where are all the people? <laughs> We're on this side of the fence. They got real quiet just because Watson is going off. <laughs> Come on, we we all know what would have happened. Packers don't know what they're doing at all, ever, any time in the history of ever, especially during draft. I mean, <laughs> losers, all of them. All right. Yeah. Bye. No, I mean, look, George Pickens is doing a good job. There's no doubt about it. He's got a, a real heavy usage. Of course, the George Pickens defenders slash Brian Gutekunst haters who are um, aligning on this issue at the moment um, will tell you that, well, George Pickens doesn't have a good enough quarterback. And if he was over here with Aaron Rodgers, oh, my goodness, because Rodgers obviously is having a great year and is is definitely an elite quarterback right now. Also, the new quarterback in Pittsburgh is also definitely terrible and definitely hasn't graded out higher than Aaron Rodgers the last two weeks. That that definitely has not happened. 
not a chance that Kenny Pickett had an elite grade in Week 12 and a 72.5 passing grade in Week 13 while Rodgers has been average. Uh, That would be a lie from the pit of Hades. Do you understand me right now? Do you understand that that's a lie and that George Pickens is the truth? He is him and that Brian Gutekunst is an idiot and he's stupid and he stinks? Do you do you even understand that? Do you realize that if if he doesn't pick a first-round wide receiver, by the way, even if he did, he's still an idiot because I hate him and I just want to hate him no matter what. But he didn't, so I'm allowed to hate him. And it doesn't matter if Christian Watson is going off. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he should have taken George Pickens. He's just sitting there. He's clearly a better wide receiver. It doesn't matter if he's had one good game in the last, oh, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, five games. Uh, we'll, we'll, but you'd have to go back to week eight because he, uh, you know, presumably a bye week or maybe it was an injury because he didn't play much in week eight either. But we're talking uh, three targets, zero receptions. We're talking four targets, three receptions, 32 yards. We're talking six targets, four receptions, 83 yards and a touchdown. There's his one big game. How about six targets, three receptions, 57 yards, no touchdowns? How about two targets, one reception, uh, two yards? Freak? Anybody? Hello? And don't give me this Christian Watson wasn't really utilized and was injured and didn't play all these weeks and, you know, kind of went off once they started using him more. I mean, come on. The fact that they they didn't really have him as a, a part of the offense until about four weeks ago, that's irrelevant. The fact that in that time, Christian Watson's the fourth highest graded rookie receiver and George Pickens is 10th out of 12, that doesn't matter. The fact that Christian Watson is number one in yards, not just touchdowns, yards in that four-game stretch, he is ahead of Garrett Wilson, in fact, by a decent margin, 313 yards compared to 269. Chris Olave also 269. Traylon Burks, 230. George Pickens, 174, despite the fact that George Pickens is still the number one most utilized receiver. He runs more routes than anybody. That doesn't matter. Don't you understand the fact that Christian Watson has seven touchdowns and every other rookie receiver in that stretch has 10, including George Pickens with one? That doesn't matter. You think that matters, you idiot? (laughs) It doesn't matter. What are you talking about? Oh, what? Yeah, since he started getting used in the offense, he's the best rookie receiver. Who cares, you idiot? Jeez, Tom, with the dumbest calls ever, with your sarcastic anti-Pickens, pro-Packers, rooting for a rookie receiver on on this team, supporting your GM, you're a traitor and an idiot, Tom. And you, you smell bad. I know. I just you, it emanates through your phone. That's how much. That's how disgusted I am with you. That I can literally smell you. Well, it's my computer screen. I mean, it's it's several layers that it's coming through. So thank you for for spouting off your ignorance. Hey, dude. What hey. a game. I guess. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, I like your format of the podcast today. Oh, However, good couple changes i think you should possibly do it for the whole game maybe find a video component you could throw into you know maybe a, a platform where other people can comment and maybe watch live done that before i didn't care for it a ton um the biggest issue was i was I, on hulu you're literally about three plays behind 
So we did a watch party with other guys. Everybody else was watching the game ahead of me. They all saw the plays and were reacting to it. And everybody in the comments was telling me it was about to happen. And it just pissed me off. And I'm not doing that again. You know, might be a little revolutionary, but um, I think we might be able to figure that out. But I'd be down every single game. Talk to you later. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I just, listen, fanalist. Right? Fan is the first part. I want to be able to watch Packer games and enjoy them. That's why I have a podcast. I don't want to not be able to enjoy it. And I just I just didn't really enjoy that. Not knowing what's going to happen before it happens. I don't want that. It just it just ruins the whole game. So uh I don't think I'm gonna do that. We'll see. Hey Ryan, it's Brian from Connecticut. Hey. Hope you're well. Doing Quick good. question for you. Hopefully the quick easy answer. What is the Packers record this year when Watson has been healthy for the entire game? Just curious. Thanks. Bye-bye. When he's been <clears throat> healthy the entire game? Um well <clears throat> let's 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 look at this from a snap count thing because when I was just talking before I, I used a vague term of when he was, like, actually utilized or whatever. You tell me when it sounds... I mean, Grant, well, week one, it was relatively heavy utilization. 40 snaps, or 40... Yeah, 40 snaps. That was pretty high. Um, After that game, though, it was 22, 18, 18, 6, 17, and then 54, 49, 45, and 61. I mean, there's a clear jump there, uh, even above and beyond what he was used in week one. But you've got 22, 18, 18, 6, 17, 54, 49, 45, 61. So it's, it's the last four weeks where he's actually been a real, honest-to-goodness wide receiver that's being utilized in this offense, right? In that stretch, the Packers are 2-2. Two and two. Now, the, the bigger question is looking at their offense, right? Because we lost against Philadelphia, but we scored 33 points. But as far as Watson being healthy the entire game, that's tough I'd, I'd have to I don't remember I mean I know we lost to Minnesota he was in that entire game right he was I think he was healthy the entire Chicago game that's a win so that would bring us to three and three I, I, I don't know I don't know what games he went out I don't recall I'm sure the record isn't great but I know he didn't play week six and seven both of those games were losses so it's going to end up a better record that's clear yeah, I don't remember which games it was. It was, I think it was back-to-back games. He got hurt, and then he got pulled, and then he got hurt, and then he got pulled. I don't know if that was, was that weeks four and five? Maybe weeks eight and nine would make more sense. I think it was eight and nine. So six, seven, eight, nine. You remove those four losses, maybe. So if that was the case, it would be three, four, five wins, and one, two, three, five, and four, maybe? Is that possible? I don't know. As far as I can tell, the Packers, though, are the uh, sixth highest scoring offense, or excuse me, tied for the fifth highest scoring offense in the last four weeks since Watson has become, you know, an actual, like, number one-ish, two-ish wide receiver for the team, and not just, like, hovering around where Samori Ture is with maybe, maybe double-digit, maybe not quite, snaps. Detroit, by the way, is number two. (laughs) What freaking universe are we living in? Detroit's number two, the Packers are tied for fifth, and Minnesota is ninth, Chicago is 16th, 
NFC North is all about them points, son. So it looks like Baker Mayfield is going to be playing uh, against the Packers in a couple weeks, it looks like. Now that Stafford's all jacked up, Rams picked up Baker. Oh, that'll be fun. Hopefully he sucks as much there as he did. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Baker's a, a decent quarterback. He was always a decent quarterback in Cleveland, but he just absolutely fell off a cliff in Carolina. If we get that version of Baker, we're going to guarantee guaranteed we win. He was like the worst quarterback in football, one of them. You got like the Jets loser and Fields and a couple other dorks and Baker. Anyway, sorry, I'm hijacking your show. Jack, what's going on, man? Hey, Ryan. I just was having a thought on the call in. What if we pick up Baker Mayfield <laughs> and end up playing him over love? Like, uh, I've this show is crazy, man. This show is crazy. I don't want that to happen, but I don't know. It would be crazy. Pretty terrible way to end the season. I don't know. Just saw it on Twitter. Thought I'd put that thought in your head. Make you suffer with me. All right, bye. I literally just saw the news as you were saying that, that uh, the Rams picked up Baker Mayfield. I- I'll tell you what, though. Let's let's play with that theory for a second. Um it's not entirely impossible. One of the things I've noticed about guys that we pick up, a lot of the time we play against them. I don't know if it's a thing. I mean, granted, we play against a lot of teams, so it's not hard to imagine that a lot of the times we pick guys up, we played against them that year or the year prior or whatever. But you just think that our guys maybe got a good look at them. And a lot of times they had like a good game against us. Unfortunately, sometimes that's the only game, and you hope that they're doing their due diligence and realize that that's just not them all the time. But anyways... Um, who knows, man, maybe, maybe he goes to LA and he tears it up for the Rams and Gutekunst and his staff are paying attention and they're like, dang, that was pretty dope. And, uh, the Rams after this year say, I thank you for your service. And then Rogers says, you know what? I think I'm going to pack it up. Packers are thinking, Hey, loves the guy, but we should probably bring in a veteran. It's not impossible. Not saying he starts over love, but you know, still could be a thing. Not for this year, but it could be a thing. Hey, Ryan, it's Dan from Indy. Um, hey. So I know, yeah, we're all kind of disappointed how the beginning of the Bears game went, but here's the thing. that That's a classic Packers-Bears game. Bears usually take points on the first opening drive, probably first opening two drives because that's what's scripted, and that's how it goes every single time <laughs> we play the Bears. And then the Packers come roaring back. It did take a little bit longer this time than usual, but, I mean, Still, nine points is pretty convincing. But, uh, yeah, that's my thought. Bye. Yeah, and, you know, one of the things you never really want to do is bet on those divisional games because, you know, even though it's Bears-Packers, weird stuff happens. Um, So the fact that the weird thing that happened was basically they got out to a lead and then they lost again for, like, the 90th time in a row, Um, it's, it's the least crazy, crazy thing that I've maybe ever heard. Um. Where are we at with time here? We had a lot of time. Considering the majority of this show is Tom, um, we're going to do a little bit of back and forth here. I should have done this a long time ago, um, so this is going to have very little effect, but let's just do it anyways. Uh, let's get started on the Tom show. Oh, hey there, bud guy. Bud. Hey, hey there, bud. yeah. I was just calling on my way home. Oh, yeah, I there, a question hey. to ask you. Okay. Is there any wide receiver in the upcoming draft oh that sure complimentary piece to where the Packers are current not really I just wanted to say oh sure with their wide receiver core but all right I'm gonna wait <laughs> very patiently for this answer all right I hope you have a good night yeah there bud yeah 
Watch out for deer eggs. Bye. Watching a little too much letter, Kenny, or what? Um, I'm just gonna say no. I'm not. I'm not even gonna look it up. I. I don't want to say I despise this question because I don't want to discourage people from asking questions, but I really do. For some reason, this is like my least favorite question. Um, because then I have to just Google pending free agents and then go through and say, which ones do I like? And then I got to pull up PFF and like look at each one on PFF to see if there's anything interesting and comb through the stats and look at every year and every single thing to see if maybe there's something. Then look at their uh, their salary cap and then look at their age and then look at their injury history. And it's like, and usually the answer is just no. Usually it's just no, there's nobody. And And on top of that, out of the list of 50 guys, 42 of them are going to sign back with their team. All the best ones, usually. Um, But I will say that as of right now, the word on the street is that it's going to be an extremely weak wide receiver class as far as free agency goes. That is the expectation. Similar to what it was this past year. I mean, obviously the Devontae trade was huge, but that was sort of a, that was, I mean, not sort of, it was a trade. Um, I mean, I guess kind of free agency, but he didn't really hit free agency. I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, there, there's there's not a lot of expected big names. That's not to say there couldn't be a blockbuster trade. There's always the potential for blockbuster trades, and but but that's a whole other thing because now you're expanding it beyond the free agent pool. You're saying out of every single wide receiver, tell me which ones might get traded. Um, and sometimes you can do that. I I kind of picked Dallas. I don't. Who did they trade? Um, Cooper. I don't think Cooper was the guy that I picked. Maybe it was. It must have been. I don't know. But you could just look at it and say, there's no way you're paying three big money contract wide receivers. So I I think I did say Amari, but I thought I said that they would wait one more year because the other guy's contract didn't kick in for another year or something. I don't know. But, you know, again, it's it's usually just something you observe as you're poking around looking at other things. I don't really want to look at every single team every single person on every single team and try to see if i can parse that out um i don't know i'm sure there's going to be uh sammy watkins level free agents but i don't know that there's going to be a ton of like better options than that necessarily oh hey ryan hi that um was so interesting. Go. Idaho, boom. bada bing bada boom bada bang so, hey after dark tonight and someone mentioned bastard. the term leftovers yes tell you what no let me tell you what for the first time well, it's technically second time but the first time was just like a little flat and it didn't count first time in my life i made a brisket now did i cheat and sous vide it and then smoke it yes i did but you know what to all the hardcore you cheated that's stupid let me tell you something this is unbelievable and now i'm going to eat leftover brisket every day for a week and i'm today is day one and I have had brisket and brisket sandwiches, and I have not had a single thing else except coffee. Coffee, and then I go upstairs and I grab a slice of brisket, and then I go upstairs and have a brisket sandwich, and then I have a piece of brisket, and then I do more podcasting. And it is glorious and wonderful and amazing, and I'm sorry, tell me about your leftovers. I'm a food guy. I yeah. mean, I love football. I probably love food a little bit more. I can live without football. I can't live without food. So here's what I did with my Thanksgiving leftovers. It was like four days later. Yep. We had like, uh, you know, those tinfoil trays you buy that you make you like your green beans. Yeah, stuff for sure. And all that stuff. I don't eat that, but yeah, I know and what you I mean. I had one of them full of like a bunch of stuffing. Nice. 
mashed potatoes, yes. a little bit of green bean, well, well mm. a lot of it, the green bean casserole left over, had another bowl of turkey, Yes. had a, a little pot of gravy in the yeah, fridge man. sitting there. We had already had leftovers for days, so I took, I took that, the leftovers, I took one of them tinfoil pans you get, yeah, you get a bite, eat, took a bunch of stuff in tinfoil yeah. pans. I took one of them pans and I, I, uh, I took some, my wife had a bunch of, uh, like pie crust, you know, you cut Pillsbury, oh, they you yes. come rolled up. So I, <clears throat> I put some pie crust in one of them tinfoil pans, mm. and I put like a layer of uh, mashed potatoes. Yes. Then I put a layer of that green bean casserole. No. Then I put a layer of that stuffing. Yes. And then I, I put all the turkey that was left mm. over. And then I had a, had a good bit of gravy. I poured all that gravy on there. And then I had enough pie crust. I, I made like a big turkey shepherd's pie. Yes. Put the pie crust on the top, put some little hash marks on it. Cool, okay, I pour the gravy all over the turkey. Mm. Then I put the, yep. I don't know if I mentioned that or not, I forgot. Uh, then I put the pie crust on top, I pinched all the edges. Hey, you don't talk Baked dirty about your for like an hour. Oh my goodness. I know, so he was using the leftover term as, as like not as good, and I get it. It's a good analogy, because yeah. He is definitely in his, uh, Rogers is definitely in the decline of his career. And, uh, you know, we're just so lucky to have a quarterback that good that even when he's bad, he's good. But, uh, man, I, I think of leftovers as like kind of better. So that thing, I don't know if you ever done that. I tell you what, it was, oh my gosh, it was so good yeah. that, uh, it was, it was, it was almost better than, Fresh Thanksgiving dinner. That's all I got to say. Because food is amazing. Um, now I want to go get a, get a turkey and smoke a turkey on my day off just to make all that again. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So that's all I have to say. Uh, so, hey, go pack, go. And uh, go pack. That is that is an inspiring story that you've told. I, I, I tried to find a phrase uh, that was like talk dirty to me. And the first thing that popped up was, hey, you don't talk dirty about your sister. <laughs> Stupid Rocky. Oh, let's try again. How about this one? Don't talk dirty, Tommy, honey. There we go. Don't talk dirty, Tommy. All right, that would have been better. That's a better one. It was on the fly. It's the best I can do. Uh, yeah, that is that is an inspiring tale. I'm, I'm very tempted to make a mashed potato and meat pie. Thanksgiving. See, now, I'm, I was thinking as you were saying it, how would be the best way to do it? Because usually with the shepherd's pie, you put the mashed potatoes on top. So you could do, like, turkey gravy stuffing with mashed potatoes on top, but I feel like stuffing on top would be, would just be nice, you know? You got, like, turkey and mashed potatoes as the filling with gravy, obviously, and then you do a stuffing topping? Dude. Dude. I'm just saying. Something else to consider, if you're super bored, figure out if you can make a stuffing crust. You know what I'm saying? Then you could do a filling, which, I mean, I don't know if you just want it to be turkey. I would, I mean, I'd roll with just turkey gravy filling, but you, you probably most people would want something better than that. But either way, you got the stuffing crust, the whatever filling, and then you got your mashed potato topping. I'm just saying. Something to think about. Something to, something to think about. <laughs> Finishing up the end of the podcast there. Yeah. And you were talking about pizza. Okay. And the analogy there. 
and you're talking about Christian Watson. Sure. However, before you started talking about Christian Watson, you talked about how you like the pizza being floppy, gooey, yeah. and delicious. And I'm going to need someone out there to <laughs> just take that little snippet out and then have you talk about Christian Watson the way you did, because that would be fantastic. No, I don't. All right, bye. I don't, uh, I don't want that. I don't want, uh, I don't want that at all. I don't want a floppy and gooey Christian Watson. That's just the pizza would be fine. In fact, let's just, let's, Tom, what's your next question? I have now since finished the podcast. We yep. only had six calls. Well, looks like we get another rendition of the Tom Austin show. Guess what? What, man? I'm to make enough calls to where you can have. A show tonight. Thank That's you for it. saving. Yes, going to have it somewhere you can make one show. The show. Maybe more. I don't know. I'll call you after each of my stops that I'm working with a question. What do you do? A snippet. A, Thank you, sir. The haiku. Mm-hmm. What, whatever I feel like in the moment. But this is me calling to let you know that that will be happening. And you're welcome. And bye. Mm, be faster. Trying to come up with uh, little clips here on the fly, and my computer's stupid. Um, anyways, yeah, I appreciate you uh, saving the show, and I'm sure everyone else does as well. Although, considering you have about 16 calls, I don't know if we need one of the calls to be about the fact that there's 16 calls. I'm just saying. We could just do 15 calls with like questions and comments and pizza and floppiness. It's up to you, though. It's your life. I'll uh, tell you what. Why don't we take a break here? It's a little bit early, but um, I don't know. But I just want to, because it's on my mind and I want to get it out of the way. Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. Also, please consider giving to Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. You can find more of the information at fertilegroundranch.org. Also, there is a link pinned to the top of my Twitter. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. All right, so... We went ahead to yep. try to find a superhero name for A.J. Dillon. Okay. Results still 
not conclusive. Shoot. Now, I want a superhero name for Christian Watson. All right. Let's do it, people. I'll start off with Ryan as kind of like a baseline. But then after that, I want to hear from the fan base, from the people. All right? Okay. Well, are you... All right. Okay. Bye. Yep, bye. Um... I mean, I'm guessing it can't be a, a taken name like The Flash, right? I mean, it's a stupid name anyways, but I'm, I'm just I'm trying to think through it here. We don't want to do that, right? It's not like, you know, one guy's Hulk and one guy's The Flash. It's got to be speed-related. Um, I'd called him the Roadrunner, which I know is not a superhero name, but somebody got mad at that, like, no, there's another guy, some obscure name I've never heard before who is the Roadrunner. Like, okay, well, whatever. Um, what is his superhero name? He played for the Bisons, but he's not, like, built like that, so that doesn't really make any sense. I don't know. It'd be something stupid like the Jet. Um, I mean, I know his nickname is CW3, but that doesn't make sense. I mean, the superhero names are usually super uh, generic, you know? Like, literally Superman, you know? Batman, Spider-Man. They kind of just describe what you are. You know, the Flash is fast. Robin doesn't really make any sense other than he kind of looks like a Robin, I guess. Um, Hulk is, you know, hulking and I don't know. I got, I, I, every name that comes to mind is so stupid. I'm not, I'm just not going to say it, you know, because it's just not good. But feel free to call in with your thoughts because I have no idea. You know what we could do though? This isn't really superhero related. Maybe a little bit. We could call him like the Martian or the alien. And the only reason that seems kind of cool is, number one, it's, you know, he's superhuman or whatever, or, you know, extra the, the, the relationship between that and Lil Wayne, you know what I mean? I just feel like there's a thing there. You could have, like, his whole thing would be like, We are not the same, my Martian. You know what I mean? And Lil Wayne's a Packer fan. It kind of works. There's something there. The Martian? Shut up. I'm sticking with it. That's my thing. And this is his theme song. We are not the same. I am a Martian. He scores a touchdown, does the Zedarius and lifts up his shirt, and it says, we are not the same. He's a freak. He's not human. I think that's good. We are not the same. I am an alien. You know it's good. Hey, what's going on, Ryan's Chris from Alabama. What's going on? Uh, just got through listening to uh, the last podcast. Uh, with, uh... I always get nervous when people say that. Like, oh, what did I say? Jeez. <laughs> oh, to his press conference. Uh, I actually oh, yeah. watched the press conference before I listened to the podcast. But uh, to me, it sounds like that maybe they're going to keep Jordan Love as, I guess you can call it, an insurance policy just in case, you know, uh, in the next year or two, Rogers leaves and I guess they have their quarterback in house. Um, not putting them on the field, to me, is still kind of mind-boggling. I mean, practice is practice, yeah. but, I mean, in, until you can see what he does on the field, how can you really know what he really can be or potentially can be? But I was thinking, what if Rodgers comes back? And what if Jordan Love wants to be traded and he goes – to management and ask for a trade. That's true. Because in all all of this, I don't think nobody never brought that up. That's and a good point. And it just popped in my mind, like, and I kind of put myself in the situation, like, it's year three, I'm going into year four, 
Right. Might want opportunity. I'm looking at the landscape and saying, well, you know, the Saints ain't got a quarterback. Maybe I can go over there and compete. Carolina don't have a quarterback. Maybe. I- and, and the Packers said it themselves. And, and, and Devondre said it, right? He is a starting quarterback in the league. Devondre said he's better than a lot of quarterbacks. And, and yeah, they're, they're on the team. They're going to say things. But you think other teams won't take a flyer as desperate as they are? The, the Rams right now have Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. You don't think that team that loves giving away all their picks wouldn't be willing to trade away just on a flyer? I mean, do you really think he's going to be worse than Baker Mayfield? I doubt that severely with the upside of him being a real legit uh, quarterback. And and like you said, there's a, I mean, the 49ers, especially those two teams, because it's a Shanahan guy. He was, I mean, it, Matt LaFleur was the quarterback coach for uh, Shanahan in Atlanta, you know? So, and, 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 and yeah, Carolina and the Jets and I mean, just down the line probably half the league would be willing to at least take a look at him. That is a that is a really good point. We can go over there and compete. Uh, Jets quarterback situation right. kind of shaky. Uh, maybe I can go over there and compete for Yeah, I mean, the Jets might, or the, the Giants might be looking for another guy. I mean, Tampa might be moving on after Brady. I mean, let's just, let, let, seriously, let's go down the line right now. Because it's, I'm just curious. Um, that's not a good enough list. Hold on a second. Need a real list of NFL teams here. All right, so we've got Buffalo has got a quarterback, obviously. They don't need him. Uh, let's see, the Jets, maybe the Patriots, although they're going to hang on to their guy for a little bit, but that's not looking super promising. Um, Cleveland, potentially, depending on what happens with that disaster. Uh, Pittsburgh probably will hang on to their guy for a little bit. Indy needs a quarterback. Uh, let's see, Houston needs a quarterback. The uh, Broncos might need a quarterback, although I don't know the contract situation over there. The Giants, Washington, Tampa, um, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, pretty much that entire division, the NFC South. Um, I don't think we would do anything with the North, although there's potential there, but I don't think we would trade them away to somebody there. But 49ers... um, I don't know, maybe uh, the the Rams, my phone's ringing here. It's going to be my wife. It was Blaine. Anyways, the point is, that's a great point. This is a quarterback-starved league right now. I mean, it always is, but I would say right now in particular, um, there's a lot of question marks, and even the teams that I didn't list probably will need quarterbacks pretty soon, but they're just not ready to move on right now, right? I mean, again, like Mac Jones, maybe they're not ready yet. Even guys like Trevor Lawrence, Maybe Justin Fields. I mean, this is two, three years down the road before they're finally understanding. Um, but yeah, the, the the lack of really high-end quarterback play right now is pretty staggering, which is going to make a market for Mr. Jo- uh, Jordan Love. Uh, so earlier I said that you don't know what I'm going to be calling with. I'm calling with a haiku. Okay. This, one, this, this haiku is entitled... Aaron Rodgers. Old, beaten, battered. I can rest with the most wins. And I still own you. All right, thank you. (laughs) What is a haiku again? Is that the thing where it's like five words per line or something stupid? I remember having to do one one time and they're like, oh, it's just like this. Like, What is the point of that? 
I mean, I, I, I have a mind that is so anti-artistic that people are like, oh, this is how you express yourself with this. I go, that's, that's arbitrary nonsense. That doesn't make sense. I got to Google what a haiku is now. Yeah. Um, haiku, unrhymed poetic form consisting of 17 syllables arranged in three lines of 575 syllables respectively. Why? That's all just made up rules. What, what makes that interesting? I've got a new form. It's called Shmoo Flu. It's five lines. First two lines, the last words rhyme. Second and third line, the first words rhyme. And then it just reverts back and forth. The second and third is the, the, the last line. So it's like, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to be on the floor. Time is of the essence because the floor is fluorescence. Fluorescent. I'll tell you what, what I just made up off the top of my head, way more interesting. Better than a haiku. You know why? Because a haiku is stupid. Doesn't mean anything. It's just, it's words with random rules. I want you to write a poem, except write it backwards. Why? I don't know. It's art. No, it's stupid. No, it's art. Who are you to say it's not art? It's art. No, this is dumb. Haiku. What's the beeping, Sorry. Nico? It's Nico again. Uh, <laughs> Your grand I'll tell you what, I forgot to talk about Christian Watson. I'm don't sorry. do that. Um, I honestly think... Don't forget, I mean. The emergence of Christian Watson, mm -hmm. because, hello, he's a freak. He is. And he's I a Martian. This, you know, I, okay. Hold on. He's a Martian. So, I will also accept an alien. I did. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did make a comparison in the Facebook group mm -hmm. how Jason Sternberger or Jace Sternberger, whatever that fool's name was, Jace, yeah. how he was basically Kittle, same size, height, weight, everything. Was he really? Because Kittle can fly. I don't think Jace could run that fast. I'm not going to fact check it. I'll just call you right because I'm lazy. But, uh, Earlier this year, I made one about Christian Watson saying, Watson saying how he was basically Randy Moss. Dope. Uh, you know, he's taller, he's faster, he's got bigger hands. Uh, and let's all face it, Randy Moss was probably the most physically gifted receiver I've ever seen in my life. Right. Including Megatron, all yeah. of the ones. Mm. Um, all of them. Mm. Um, so Christian has the potential to be better. And, you know, we see it, it's happening. So I think the only reason why Rodgers... If he comes back, it's because of Christian. Because he's looking at that fool going, you go. See, and, and here's the thing. You, 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 you sold me on this because I've heard this many times, and I've always just kind of thought, meh, he's going to come back as a one dude because of some rookie. The rapid ascension of Christian Watson up to the point where, again, Rodgers is looking for him on fourth down. Rodgers is constantly trying to find this guy. And the fact that he's, he's on track to break Randy records that only Randy Moss holds and he's only played like four games basically. Um, if Rogers genuinely believes he has Randy Moss on his team right now, or at least some slightly lesser version, but still lesser version of freaking Randy Moss. I don't know, dude. I mean, if he's on the fence, that'll easily push him back over. I, I, I wonder, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that has heavy sway. Because I know he's made some allusion to that factoring in, like everything will factor in, but but that's a massive factor. And imagine, a, can you just imagine a whole year with Rodgers and Christian? They're already... Healthy Rodgers and a better defense with a better defensive coordinator and Christian 
and Dobbs and whoever the heck else we bring in, dude. Got it. Got uh, maybe Aaron Jones and and Dylan running it back. Offensive line hopefully is healthy right out of the gate. Cohesion, son. No, that's the thing about oh MBS. That's cool. Remember he would overthrow him or underthrow him. We're like, whose fault is it? It is clearly MVS's fault. Right. He don't overthrow Watson. So can you imagine a year with Rodgers and Watson? Yeah. That's what might catch 30 touchdowns. Yeah. I get excited thinking about it. And he's not stupid. He knows Dobbs is coming back. I, to Dobbs, I, I'm, I'm calling it. I mean, everyone else has to. Dobbs is going to be a dude. Those two guys, oh, my gosh. So Rodgers is licking his chops thinking next year. You got Dylan. I wouldn't doubt if Rogers talks to Jones and says, "Hey, bro, hang out for another year, dog." Mm. Um, I, I'm not worried about salary cap. I've said that before. They'll chop it up, throw it away, do something different. Jones in the fool. He loves Green Bay, clearly. Yeah. Can you imagine a whole year with Rogers and Christian yeah. Watson and Dobbs? The crazy thing is, like things are still bad right now. But they're still really good. Like I said, what are we, number six in the last four weeks? Sixth best offense? And that's with, again, busted up Rodgers and Dobbs is out. And Christian's still kind of just getting into his groove. And, um, you know, the offensive line is, you know, Elton Jenkins is just finding his rhythm. And, you know, it's just starting to kind of sort of get there. Dylan is just getting into his groove. So we're just scratching the surface of this thing barely. So, But we're already kind of seeing it. Like I said, if, if the defense was fixed, we are a playoff team. Like today. If we could fix this defense and be a top five defense that like we were supposed to be this year, I would 100% be in the camp of, we need to go all in, we need to be playing to get into the playoffs because we have a legitimate chance. If we had a top five defense, I'm telling you right now, because the offense is fine. It's not perfect, but dude, we have a, a dominant run game with two really good backs, and we have one of the scariest receiving threats in Christian Watson. So give me a healthy Aaron Rodgers and um, a fixed defense. We're not going to get that, but I'm just saying. I mean, that's 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 how close we are. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say close because I don't know how easy it's going to be to completely do a 180 on this defense. What the heck happened to my computer? There we go. We're freaking out a little bit here. But uh, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm with you. I'm with you, Nico. All right. So in about like a minute or so. Last like twenty seconds. Okay. There's gonna be a uh, vehicle coming Nervous. by. Oh, loud, so I'm just gonna let it pass. <laughs> I'm watching. Uh, the heck is it? Uh, Breaking Bad, like my third run through of that, and so now I'm super paranoid. You can't tell me like some car is gonna be rolling up in twenty seconds. Do you understand the implication of that? I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get murdered, or at the very least, somebody's dropping off drugs or something. Like, come on, man, you can't be just dropping those lines on me. Uh. Yep, there it goes. Waving to the guy. He's waving back. You just updating me on your Looks on like your they're day? sucking up a bunch of leaves from yeah. the side. Mm-hmm. We cool. have those too, yeah, the little leaf cool suckers. Thing. I haven't seen that ever. Madison has those trucks that come by. You just rake your leaves to the curb and the trucks come by and suck them up. I think they're, okay, they're gone. All right. Okay. All right. Now we can get back on. Ready to go. Do this. I know. Here at Packernet, we don't like to get political at all. Never. Because why? Who does that? However, there is a football player, yep. former football player, turned potential uh, U.S. official. Hmm. All right. Nice. 
And maybe, they maybe asked horrible. a question about one a month ago. It got me thinking. Okay. Which one would you rather be, a werewolf or a vampire? Because I don't know if you know this, but werewolves can kill vampires. So I mean, like, wait, makes me makes me wonder which one. Hold hold on. I mean, obviously a werewolf. Well, a werewolf can kill a vampire. I, I guess I didn't know that, but a vampire can't kill a. Werewolf. I'm pretty sure a were- it's not even that hard to kill a, were- a werewolf, is it? Or do you need like the silver bullet thing? I'm a little I'm a little uh, behind on my. Uh, stuff what what was that movie god what is that guy's name i gotta look at it it's a really good movie kind of like an old school really good movie where i'd be nervous to watch it again because it'd be lame you know uh, robert california he was in that movie and he was one of the werewolf guys is it called wolf it might just be called wolf yeah wolf yeah dude it's got um it actually has jack nicholson and james spader is the guy's name james spader i like james spader a lot um michelle pfeiffer it's good uh it's a good movie i want to watch that I don't know why that's relevant, but um, what would I rather be? I mean, a vampire... You know, the only issue I have with the werewolf is it feels kind of uncontrollable, you know? Like, the full moon comes out, and then you become a werewolf, and then you murder people. I'm kind of stuck in that wolf movie, but it's like you wake up, you're covered in your blood, and it's like, what the heck happened? Like, what is going on here? Vampire, it's like, I can't go out in the sun, but I'm totally cognizant of what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? And I got to solve this blood issue, but you just do it like Blade did. They've got those blood banks, you know, you just kind of hook yourself up or suck down some, or or Blade himself had those injections, but that seemed to look painful. I would just, just drink the blood, just try not to kill people when you do it. I mean, it, it, to be honest, if you're just honest with people and like, look, dude, I'm a vampire. I'm not trying to kill people though. Like I'm not a bad guy, but I legitimately need blood to not die. So I'll make a deal with you. I will not fly around and murder people at night if you just hook me up with some blood. All right. I mean, it's gross to me too. Um, but you know, it's just, I mean, I, uh, you, do you want me to die? That wouldn't be, that'd be kind of messed up. Just saying this whole blood thing could be consensual and it doesn't need to be like a thing. And I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a big on going outside anyways. And it'd be a great excuse. Like, Hey, do you want to go to this thing? Like, Oh, I would, but you know, the sun kills me and stuff. So I probably should just stay downstairs and play video games. It actually seems like a super dope thing. And it's like a built-in diet, you know? Because you just drink blood all the time, which would probably suck. But and you get don't you get like super jacked up and powerful? I'm pretty sure you're pretty powerful as a vampire. So you're kind of just hanging out, and then if somebody messes with you, like breaks into your house, you walk upstairs and just like throw them through your wall. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, why would you break into a vampire's house? I'll freaking smash you, and people won't mess with you anymore. And I could probably make a ton of money, like as a streamer. You know, wouldn't have to do like I I could just do like a podcast about how I'm literally a vampire. I'd have like a million downloads. Because who doesn't want to listen to a real vampire talk about vampire stuff? Probably be a little bit repetitive, but I could do a call-in show like this where people just ask questions and probably repetitive, stupid questions. But as long as we can keep the content rolling, just keep it rolling, dude. So, yeah, definitely a vampire. And a werewolf could kill me, but uh, whatever. I mean, are there werewolves out here, or are we just... Is, am, I, am I just chilling? Why I don't know. I, am I interacting with these other beasts? But vampire's my answer. I would choose. Which one would you choose? You have to choose. There's no, no, I'll just stay human. No, you got to choose. Werewolf or vampire. All right, bye. Seems obvious to me. I don't know. Why Why would you want to be a werewolf? What is good about a werewolf? What is one good thing? Like, well, you're, you can, like, jump high and stuff. I think, can't Dracula fly? I don't know. I'm not sure. Pretty sure you could at least like glide, you know, and turn into a bat too. 
I would say you can get groceries, but it'd be hard to carry them back flying as a bat. Like, I could get there, but then I'd have to walk all the way back, and that would suck. If it was something small, though, maybe, you know? Like, if I want to get, I don't know, maybe I can carry an energy drink back. Probably not, though. I'm not sure. Toothpaste. Or you can just go to McDonald's and eat the nugs right there, and then just bat yourself back. It'd be pretty dope. Okay, it's me again. Hey, I know. And you're the talking beat. about Christian, and I had to say this. Remember when we got MVS and EQ and that other fool in the fourth round that G-mon, just slammed yeah. out and didn't do nothing? And everyone was like, Rogers, he doesn't mesh well with the young receivers. Well, I'll right. tell you what, he's meshing pretty good with Watson. And I know I'm just, I just can't stop talking about that fool. But the fact that Rogers, like you just mentioned in the after dark, He's kind of looking for Watson because yeah. he knows he's a dude. And if Rodgers, as smart as he is, and as much... And, and I keep saying that, but it's because it's unbelievably important. Because Rodgers is, you know, there there's necessity. Like, well, he has to be out there because you're, you're, you got a bunch of injuries. Yeah, but he doesn't have to go to him. And he certainly doesn't have to... He could easily ignore him on third and fourth down. The fact that he's trying to find him out there... That's a really, really, really big deal. When he's got guys that he trusts implicitly, like Randall Cobb, who has spent his entire career bailing out Aaron Rodgers on third and fourth down and in the red zone, and he's like, yeah, but where's that Watson dude? I, 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 there's no words for how big of a deal that is. He will just not throw to a dude. Like he, remember, one whole year he didn't throw to MVS. All year, yeah. MVS wasn't injured a couple years ago. And we were like, oh, what's going on there? Yeah, because he was like, you ain't the dude. He's already, and this is really just Watson's fifth or sixth full game of playing. He's already just looking for that fool because he knows he's the man. Man, I get all excited about next year. Mm. I know I just said it a minute ago, but call it's coming good. I got to go. I I, I said said, say that. (laughs) When Rodgers thinks a guy's a dude, then you know he's a dude. I love dudes. So that that was kind of weird. Hey, it's all good. Uh, Go back (laughs) up. That's, well, I can't even, I can't even say it. Can't even say it. I will get, well, I won't get canceled. Who's going to cancel me? But I'll, I'll get yelled at for saying it. That's weird. Close enough. Um, Yeah, I mean, when was the last time we had somebody like Watson? Like, right out of the gate, this guy might be, like, a, a legit one of the top guys in the NFL. We didn't think that with Jair, not with Rashawn, even though he, he is right now. But, I mean, right out of the gate, who was who was the last one? It wasn't Kenny. Um, what? I'm trying to think. Like, Clay Matthews? <laughs> Seriously. Like, as a rookie, just in awe. Like, good Lord, this guy is amazing. And, and the, the crazy thing is, I still have a ton of hesitance because it's been such a small, limited period of time. But also I don't because, again, after week one and I saw what he was doing, is like, I kind of feel like this guy could be a freak and now all of a sudden he's playing a lot and he's a freak and it's just confirmation of what seemed obvious. But it's still just a limited sample size, so it's tough. By the way, I am pretty proud of that because I was going off like every week about, like, I don't know, man, the guy's just open all the time and it feels like if we throw to him, it's going to be kind of crazy. Turns out that was correct. Who would that be, though? Who was the last guy? Wasn't Rodgers? It wasn't... Just trying to think who the best players we've had are. I mean, Jordy wasn't that dude. Maybe Jennings? I kind of remember Jennings hitting early because it really ticked me off because I was a huge, as we all were, Donald Driver fan. 
And they were like, hey, Donald, why don't you slip into the slot and we'll let Jennings do all the cool stuff and give him all the yards. And I'm like, you know what? Screw that guy. Taking all the driver's production. I didn't like it. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Sterling Sharp was that dude, right? I, I don't know. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure. So that would be one. Maybe Jennings was another guy. I know it wasn't Rodgers. I know it wasn't Jordy. I know it wasn't Randall. Maybe Clay. There just haven't been a lot of guys. I'm, I'm not saying they're not, you know, we've had decent rookies. But in the rookie season, looking at him going, this guy is kind of already a superstar. This is crazy. It just doesn't happen very often. And you can see why we're excited, especially Packer fans who've been begging for wide receiver help. Whether we, you know, it's it's warranted the amount of, you know, screaming for wide receivers, but for a wide receiver starved fan base, fan base to finally get that one wide receiver, again, a second round row. What is it with second round wide receivers in the Green Bay Packers? Have we even talked about that yet? I mean, we kind of joked early on, like, well, he's a second round wide receiver. He's got to be kind of good, right? <laughs> what is going on? Jordy, Devante, freaking Christian Watson. Good Lord. We should know that he's going to be great for the same reason we know Sean Ryan isn't. Sorry, Sean. It's just one of those things, dude. It's not, it's not your fault. If he would have been drafted anywhere else, he'd probably be great. But he came to the Packers in the third round. If we would have drafted you in the fourth, he'd be a superstar. I'm just saying. All right. I don't care if there's not a single person on the Packers team wow. who has any ounce of musical talent. <laughs> I want you to pick players from the Packers uh-huh. to create the most marketable rock band. Okay. And you can have as many members as you as you want, but there has to be a lead singer, guitar player, bass player, and drum player. Outside of that, if you want to throw in Drummer. stuff like keyboards, the triangle, you know, cowbell. I could always use more cowbell personally. But I want you to pick the most remarkable people to make a rock band. All right. Out. Um... I'm just trying to think of people that would be interesting and kind of funny. And, you know, they just got like that confidence. Rogers is very quiet, but you said marketable. And I'm sure if, if I made Rogers like a, if, if I told you I, have, I was able to get some Packers to put together an album and Aaron Rodgers is singing on it, that would sell more than anything else. So it probably has to be that, although that's probably not a great answer. But if you're just talking about marketing, that's probably got to be a thing. Everybody just seems so like awkward. But I'm just trying to think like what would get Packer fans the most jacked. I think Aaron Jones has to be doing something. I kind of picture him for some reason, like on the keyboards, wearing a sombrero, you know? So Rodgers is the lead singer. Aaron Jones is on keyboards. Should probably be an offensive lineman playing guitar. David Bakhtiari is kind of a goof, so he'll play guitar. We'll call it We'll call it lead guitar. He's kind of got a little more pizzazz. I don't want him just sitting back, you know, flicking the bass or whatever. He's, he's, he's rocking out on, on lead guitar. I think Jair's got to be in there. What would Jair be doing, though? I kind of wonder if he should be on keyboards because he's just, I could picture him with like the shades on, you know, and I feel like the guy just sitting in the back being cool with the shades on is probably, because you can't be cool doing drums. I mean, like, you know, like kind of like quiet, calm, slick, cool. Like you just got to be kind of crazy being drums. Maybe he could be like backup vocals. I don't know. Maybe Jair should just be the lead singer. I don't know. But Rogers needs to be the thing. I don't know. What would, what would he do? Do we have two keyboard guys? could be like Slipknot where we have like six percussionists and seven guitar players and all this other stuff. I mean, I guess he could be bass, but that just seems lame. I mean, it's got to be something kind of cool, you know? Triangle. <laughs> Saxophone. Jair's playing the sax, man. All right, so Jair's playing sax. Who's the drummer? 
I mean, Smash makes sense because he's Smash, but I don't know. Kind of feel like maybe Royce just because he has a mullet, you know? If if we could just get him to get like a, a, a wife beater and a gold chain and the mullet and everything, I could kind of see that. I mean, actually, that might be more of a base thing. Maybe we'll put Royce on base. Same get up, wife beater, chain, mullet. All right, now that's what we're going to do. Who's the freaking drummer? Who's like the crazy, lots of energy? Dallin Levitt. Dallin. I remember one time Ozzy Osbourne had made some kind of a comment about drummers, and it was like, you got to be a little freaking crazy to want to just like hit stuff all the time. And that's Dallin Levitt. Same thing, different occupation. So Rogers is the lead singer. You got Bakhtiari on lead guitar. You've got Royce on bass, rocking the mullet. Jair's playing sax, Aaron Jones on keyboards, Dallin Levitt's drumming. There you go. There's my answer. Hey, Baghdad, it's Nate. Hey. Um, I just wanted to call in and alert everyone to something that I think is pretty funny. Right. Um, it's not really Packers related, but it's NFL related. So I think most people have kind of um, always take the Pro Bowl as a joke. Yes. And I just saw a video on TikTok, actually. Um, of a guy who's got uh, kind of a, a small trend going and he's trying to grow it a little bit bigger. And because I find it funny, I wanted to see if maybe the Packernet family will help spread it. Um, he wants he wants everybody to vote Baker Mayfield into the Pro Bowl. So when you're <laughs> voting for Packer players, throw an extra vote Baker Mayfield's way just to show the NFL what a joke that would be awesome. the Pro Bowl is because of Baker Mayfield is voted as a Pro Bowl quarterback after this season and just his play in general, I think that that would send a, send a really good message to them that, uh, you know, the Pro Bowl. I nobody, missed it. Nobody watches it. It's a joke. The players don't actually give 100% in the Pro Bowl. Um, so, yeah, um, it's on Twitter. If you want to spread it around, it's hashtag Mayfield Pro Bowl. Go Pack Go. I think we should do that across the board, shouldn't we? Just vote for all just complete trash players. That'd be the best. That would actually be more, I would be more inclined to watch it if it was just awful players playing against each other and just see how it goes. I think that'd be funnier. As opposed to like really high paid, really good players that don't want to get hurt because it's stupid. Nobody cares. Like actually make it competitive because it's guys that are about to get cut from their team anyways, if they haven't already been. And it's actually like a competition and they want to get picked up somewhere. I think that'd be dope, man. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you to everybody that called. Thank you to Tom, who still has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine-ish more calls. He's been calling even as I've been doing the podcast, so there's still more. Also got Bryce and Seth with some calls, but please call in 608-501-0718. Otherwise, I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.